You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I am Rick, and I'm here with Paul. How are you doing this week, Paul? <laughs> Hello, mate. I'm good. Sorry. I apparently my... told a joke that I was unaware of. <laughs> my my cat just just uh fell off a banister and i <laughs> that is funny <laughs> you bastard <laughs> sorry I, I just have a thing with cats i deserve that i i, I do too and, and i have them here which is is strange but anyone that's, that's had had a cat or, or seen a cat fall let's say the, the way they like get up from the ground and look around, like they're, <laughs> it, like they're just they're bloody they're such egomaniacs. Like, <laughs> no, are they making sure nobody saw them? Yeah, yeah, they've got that look of like I'm cool, I'm cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I totally meant to do that. What a little egomaniac! No one cares, mate. Absolutely, no one's watching. <laughs> oh God, yes, yeah, please. It's a madhouse, and I, I apologize if anyone hears my dog existing in the background he's he's just lying there but he's a bulldog so i think everything is a struggle for them they're a genetic nightmare yeah basically unfortunately they um they, they got bred for cuteness which means that their nose gets really pushed up so they have difficulty breathing yes every breath is is a bit of a struggle for this poor guy yeah poor thing he's, i do like he's dogs gonna walk it off yeah, dogs are better than cats, in my opinion. I've gotten both. I don't want to rile the listeners up. All right, don't don't write you know a congressman about it. I'm just just from my opinion. But I will say, cats, cats, cats go shit in a box. That's brilliant. Like if only we could take that part of cats and put it into dogs, then we'd have the perfect companion. Why can't you just, buddy? You're so much smarter than cats. And to anyone who argues that, I say that's not my opinion. That's fact because you ain't see a cat walk, you know, a blind person across the street. <laughs> definitely, I think dogs are definitely smarter. But you know, if why can't they just just in a box? It's so convenient. Wow, that that was a, a perfect. Um, I don't know. Accidental censorship. The uh, you, your mic cut out just as you were saying a swear. <laughs> oh, beautiful! It's working with us. All right, <laughs> for once. Anyway, yes. so I guess we're going to talk about you know. Stuff that's not dogs or cats? Or are we? I can keep going. Um, I don't think there's going to be cats or dogs brought up. I don't have anything on my list. Uh, but um, um, let's see. Cats and dogs, and we got to find a way to turn that into our topic of this week. Everyone everyone loves a good obvious transition, I, I think. Okay, how about this? Do you know what sucks? What sucks? The Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. Not the literal Big Bang Theory. I mean, like, the TV show, The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, the real one was probably a good thing. I, I think our existence I, is I think we can it, generally attribute that as a positive. I think it's done <laughs> quite a bit more for society than the TV show has uh, done for nerds as a whole. Yeah, thanks, Universe. We like that bang that you've done. <laughs> but the show... Yeah, the show, it's just the worst. It's just yeah. awful. And and anyone that champions it is also the worst. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, there's a, for me, there's a little bit of a curve here because um, what happened with me is that a friend of mine tried to introduce me to the show. And the first thing I did as soon as I saw it was I hated it. But um, <laughs> this was – but 
Um, I it chipped away at me because this is right when it started. Like you know, this, this was not one of those things where there was like a few seasons backlog. It was like right as it started, people were like, "Oh, have you seen the show?" And um, it, it's a friend of mine whose opinion I generally put stock into, and um, somebody who is himself a nerd. But they're they said like, "Hey, check this show out." I watched them, sort of like. I can't say I hated it, but I was kind of like, I see what they're doing here, and I kind of don't like it, so I'm not going to watch this anymore. But, uh, you know, especially around the time when it was big, I heard a lot more praise than I heard a lot of criticism, because uh, people hadn't really fully jumped on to, like, the big swing of uh, hate towards the show. And so I think it was, um, I forget where I was going, but I was on a plane and that was like one of the only things I could choose to watch, uh, that I hadn't seen before. And I said, like, okay, fine. I'll give this show a shot. And that was uh, your first mistake. Um, actually, you know what? I, I got to say, like to kill an hour and a half, I watched three episodes of it and eh, on the f- first one that I saw, the second one was kind of like, uh, I'll give it one more chance. The third episode, I don't know what it was. I it kind of clicked a little bit more with me. I was kind of like, okay, that wasn't so bad. So I, when I got home, I started from the beginning and I kind of got a little bit more into the characters. I kind of actually liked it for like the first two seasons. And somewhere around halfway through the third season, they just completely lost me. Like I was okay with it. And I actually kind of defended it around the first round of hate. That was being spewed at it. The first wave of hate. Yeah. Like right when it was first starting out, I was, I think the f- initial trigger to, to the best of my recollection was when the guy who played Sheldon won the Golden Globe for best actor. I think that's when people start to really cry out. Um, and I was like, well, he was the best part of the show, to be honest. And I kind of liked it. I, I totally understand if it's not everyone's thing. And yes, I know IT crowd is better. And yes, I know community was better. But I was like, that doesn't necessarily mean that this is necessarily bad. And so I kind of defended it. And around the, like I said, the middle of the third season around, they were kind of like, um, yeah, we're just going to go complete to shit. And we're just going to be like everything that everyone, like they, it's almost like they doubled down on the criticism. They're like, oh, you don't like that? Well, that's all we're ever going to do now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know what I'll think if I go back and rewatch the first two seasons, which which I did enjoy genuinely at the time. I don't know if I'll like it now, but I do know that I don't like the show from the third season on. Yeah, I, I feel like you're gonna dislike it. I, th- I think you're committed to to finding what you, what. It's one of them shows where like the little interworkings and the personalities. It, they they wear on you to a point where where I I I just, for me personally I just fully turned on them to where yes. I, I I just just know their existence can actually bother me at this point so <laughs> I, I'm not sure I'm not sure going back is advisable I, I just feel like I, I just immediately be there's certain little nuances that the Sheldon guy does that that kind of kind of triggers me in like a I, I feel like he's like trying to be cute or something. Um, and it, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't work for me. I, 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 I can't do it. I, the, the, the guy from Roseanne, I, I, I don't know what it is oh, about. He, like, I, I f- he was, he was immediately like, I think he was the reason why I hated it right off the bat. As soon as I saw him, I was like, no, no, this is not, I'm not doing this. The premise. Like, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> like him in that show makes me feel that that he is genuinely a bad person in real life. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I know. I know. I, I, I get kind of where you're coming from because not to say that he is a bad person in real life, but right. I kind of get the feeling like you kind of have to be a little bit of a bad person to come up with that kind of a performance. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, is that really good acting or really bad acting? I'm not even sure anymore. But yeah, something well, about the way he comes across. I'm like, you've, you've got to be a real life dick. I, I think the, I, I, I don't know. I think the better we consider his performance, the worse we can consider him of a person. Because, and again, <laughs> again, for all I know, he probably donates like millions of dollars to charity. Who knows, right? Maybe he, you know, saves cats from trees every day. Um, which makes me dislike him, but uh, <laughs> but it, it was just one of those things where okay, it's a show about nerds, and that is a refreshing idea. And yes, I know uh, IT crowd, but that was over in Britain, so that yeah, we didn't even I didn't even see it by that by the time this came out, and I had to kind of go out of my way uh, to finally see it. I don't think I even had Netflix at this time. Oh no, I definitely didn't have Netflix at this time. I'm not sure if it was even a thing. Um, so. <laughs> The, it's like okay here's different um kinds of nerds and everyone kind of did like you know they're pretty broad stroke caricatures i get that but then you get leonard and he is just like he's like a nerd almost out of like the 80s or the 90s kind of a depiction where he's just like this like you know shrivel face like kind of like a yeah, white squinty Urkel kind thing. of yeah <laughs> and it was just like what are you trying to do like this is you're insulting us i i don't i don't really want to call myself too much of a nerd because nerds are smart and i'm not really very smart so i don't feel like i've really earned um being a nerd <laughs> but uh i i'm very proud of nerd culture and i i nerds are something that i look up to i always have i've looked up to um social rejects and outcasts uh the way i've grown up i've kind of sort of i've myself been more of an in-betweener i've never really been quite one thing or another but um, you know, I've always liked the, the grungy smoker kids. I like the ner the nerdy smart kids. Um, never really got on with the popular kids or the jocks or anything like that. But it, this really looks like, um, you know, especially Leonard really looks like the depiction of a nerd as told by a jock from Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or just, yeah. Like a, a former jock, you know, playing a nerd as, as from his observation. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and with Leonard too, it's like, uh, you, you can't dress that well and then do the squinty face thing. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, there's too much contrast. You gotta, you gotta commit. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know. It's, it's like putting a pocket protector in an Armani suit. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it's not how these things work. Yeah. And, and that sniveling voice he does. It was a, such a, uh, it was a, such a caricature of like the bad stereotypes of nerds. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Again, apologies for the cat in the background. As I've previously told Rick, I think when I paid to have him neuter, the vet left one of his testicles in. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Um, but yeah, and so, you know what? I, I think one of the things about the Big Bang Theory is that um, um, for sure, I, I don't think anyone watches it, – it's like the most popular show on TV. I don't know if it still is, but it definitely was for a while. Um it got to the caliber where all the actors were able to successfully demand a million dollars per episode and good for them. I'm, I'm happy for them. I really am. I, I think, um, you know, people who do the work should get the reward. If they're going to be the biggest show, um, then yeah, good for them. Cool. But 
at the same time, it's like, I don't know anyone who watches that show and wants to be more nerdy because of it. Um, uh, case in point, a, a former coworker of mine, um, I was chatting with her and she told me that Big Bang Theory was her favorite show. And already I was kind of like, ugh, okay, but um, uh, I was willing to hear her out. I was willing to hear her um, side of it. I, I wasn't rude to her. I didn't, I wasn't all like, uh, to her. I just like, oh, really? What'd you like about it? And she was like, I really wish I could hang out with more of those kind of people. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. Gross. Yeah. So I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, I just feel like life would never be boring around uh, people like that. I'm just like, well, they're really talking about nerds the way racists talk about, um, yeah. Yeah, about exactly. ethnic people. You know? Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> but it was, um, you know, e- even when it is endearing, it's like in this condescending kind of way. So um, I don't know. So uh, I think remembering that is kind of why I sort of came up with a topic for an idea. It's like, well, who are some like the really cool nerds? Like who are the nerds that nerds look up to? Um, right away, I kind of gave away uh, one of my uh, picks. Uh, for me personally, it's Roy from the IT crowd. And I know a lot of people really like Moss. And, um, that, that's totally cool because he is legitimately funny. Like he's hilarious. And I love the actor that plays him. He's great. But I don't know. I guess Roy is kind of a little bit more, he's the nerd, but he's kind of like more of the straight man. He's a little bit more cynical. Um, and I kind of relate to that a little bit more. I kind of, so he's just kind of always been the guy that I personally appreciated. Um, but you know, everything about that show is pretty great. So, you know, yeah, I, I could just as easily pick moss if it really came down to it but um uh but you know have you seen the it crowd uh i've i've seen bits and pieces of it but i've Mm -hmm. never i never like really just got tucked into it and and watched it i know that i should it's 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 on a long list of shows that uh, there's a a lot of shows that like i know i'll enjoy but i'm also in no rush to see them right (laughs) like like game of thrones probably is is one of them like (laughs) i still haven't seen it i got nothing against it i will watch it one day and i'll probably like it um but but you know same with it it's like you know i'm definitely going to get around to it Uh, well you should for i mean if nothing else it's only like three seasons i think they're pretty short seasons because it's a british series so it'd be very quick to get through i think like the whole series is um about the length of like one season of an American sitcom. And um but it does something really cool is that it doesn't really particularly portray nerds as cool, quote unquote, but <laughs> they're really like kind of cool. Like they're you know, they're um relatable. Um you root for them. They're just like they're hilarious. They're like um um not that I really compare these because I really, really dislike clerks, but um, it has the same effect where the characters and clerks were depicted as like these losers, but it still made people kind of idolize them and want to be like them. And um, I, I feel IT crowd did pretty much the same thing with nerds while actually being funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, don't you know clerks is an artistic masterpiece because it was shot in black and white, mate. <laughs> yes. Because it was shot for like $30,000. That makes it good. And you too can be an artist. If you just take a photograph of a candy wrapper on the ground in black and white and put it on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that that actually makes you an artist immediately. Wow. Um, uh, I get I could go on a whole other thing about clerks, but I don't want to lose everybody we've got. <laughs> you listen to us. 
<laughs> Cat owners and Kevin Smith fans, get out. No, I'm kidding. Please come back. Please go back. You're all you've got. We don't have the numbers for that kind of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, I, 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 as to what you said, I, I, look, I look for the same thing where it's like, a, um, I guess, a realistic depiction of nerds as opposed to you've got like, I don't know, Revenge of the Nerds or, or anything Rick Moranis has ever done. And then you've got Big Bang Theory. And, and neither of those are, <laughs> are, are actually accurate to me. Like, Big Bang Theory is, is the equivalent of like a overly attractive person putting on thick black frame glasses and, and saying, you know, I'm a nerd with like 15 hashtags relating to it. <laughs> It's, it's, well, it, you know, that's it, actually literally what they did. Like, I, I think there was a picture of, like, the cast out of character, and they're all, like, really attractive people. Right, yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. you are literally correct. I think you're – except for – I mean, I don't know what people think of Sheldon. I don't know what uh, women think if uh, of the actor, if he's particularly attractive. I think he's, like, spot on exactly in life when he is in that character. Uh, but the others are just, like – they're totally uh, made up to be lo- to um, look less attractive than they are. In real life, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Sheldon, I would say, is very cute for a turtle. He's got <laughs> he's got a very little turtley face. It's adorable. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of like nobody likes when pop culture exploits their thing. And if it's any consolation, I, I think it happens to everything at some point. At, at some point, somebody's angle gets exploited and becomes quote unquote popular for a little bit. And, and if it hasn't happened yet, it'll probably happen as, as they continuously run out of, of ideas. So I think it's just that feeling of like you're exploiting nerddom and, and mis, misappropriating what it's actually like to, to, you know, get people to do what your coworker said, which is to want to hang out with those kinds of people or, or whatever. Um, it, it can be, it can be frustrating just the same as, as like Revenge of the Nerds, where it's like, all right, geez, we're not, you know, we're not that bad off. Like, <laughs> for God's sakes, mate. I mean, I'm sure there's there's plenty of cool jock types that, that live in their mom's basements or whatever they've done in those films. I don't remember, mm-hmm. um, as no one should. So so what I like is that the the middle of the ground, just just kind of real life, what it's like to be a nerd. And and I consider myself one to a degree. Like you said, I don't think I have the intelligence to to really fully own it. I I, I never learned to like code in basic or some of the other tropes, but <laughs> but I but I want to, and that's. <laughs> That's where the connection comes in. I genuinely want to. Um, <laughs> so, so that being said, you know, and, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of our, our listeners are, are probably fall into some sort of nerd category because you, you know, listening to a classic gamers guild podcast. So, you know, have a bloody look in the mirror if you're not comfortable with that. <laughs> it might just, it might just be the case. I'm not sure. But my point is, I, I like when it's, it depicts nerdism in like a, a pretty realistic fashion. And, and that's to say is that, you know, what is, what is a, a nerd? Who am I? It, it's like a pretty normal person. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's, there's certain nerdy tendencies, you know, fandoms and, uh, maybe, maybe or maybe not technology, et cetera. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's, it, it's, it's not like that Bernard from Day of the Technical or, or, or <laughs> Rick Moranis. You know, it's not that like our pants yeah. are pulled up to our belly buttons with a pocket protector and, you know, greased, you know, suede over hair. It's, it's, it's more just pretty much give or take kind of normal people, um, with, with some nerd like tendencies. So, so for me, my, my, my kind of pick, I guess you could say for the show is, is Scott Pilgrim. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I like, again, it's like in that, in that film, he's got, uh, he's, he's got uh, an ex-girlfriend and a current girlfriend. It's like, 
that's how nerds are. Like we we usually do date people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not like this giant flock of forty year old virgins. It's 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 you know it, and you know maybe maybe we well, date there's, other there's nerds. There's a section but... I'm sure that are uh, pretty accurate to that one, but uh, no, you're generally you're correct. It's um uh yeah we we're just normal people who go about normal life and we just have certain um interests and uh uh you know some people are smart. And it's yeah. Like, yeah, that's about it. You know, <laughs> we're we're not this entire species of like cave dwellers. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So it's yeah, you know, I I like that depiction. Actually, what I'll say before I go into it any further is um, I was doing my my usual minimal amounts of research for the episode, so I figured I'd Google around and see see just what people kind of said about Scott Pilgrim regarding nerddom or, or being a geek or whatever. And and one of the the first hits on Google um, was an article of saying that that Scott Pilgrim ruined nerds. Um, now they they had some they had some decent points. I just happened to see things completely the other direction. I completely disagree, basically, where they were saying that because because he had some sway with females in, in the show, uh, or sorry, in the film, and, and because, you know, he was a musician or, or just, you know, there were some things that were stereotypically cool about him that that it made people... It made people think of nerds in, in in a different way, and and they were almost trying to allude to like there's actually like a seedier underground of being a nerd <laughs> or something. <laughs> and and I, I I didn't appreciate the article because I felt like they were saying that that nerds could kind of only be depicted in in a the, yes. the comic book guy kind of way, right? Uh, you know, and everyone's got that that you know kind of visual of the of the, the the grimy mom's basement sort of sort of nerd and that's where i saw things differently i thought scott pilgrim was great because it was like you know all my friends are nerds and and they're they're all basically normal people some of them might play bass or, or might not mm -hmm. it, you know some of them you know uh, you know have had have girlfriends or you know have had or boyfriends or whatever the case and yeah i guess i'm kind of beating it to death but the basic point was it was nice to see what a real life nerd is, which is like somebody who's, who's a little, sh a little shy, but ultimately probably comes, you know, comes, uh, becomes quite an extrovert around people he's comfortable with or she, people that, that are a little bit quirky, people that appreciate video games, um, you know, their, their music trivia. I mean, these are all just, you know, traits of like the nerds that I know. So I thought it was, mm -hmm. it was really nice to see and, and, you know, kind of the opposite again of, of not only Revenge of the Nerds and all that, but also the opposite of Big Bang, where it's like, you know, maybe not like fashion centric. So some are, some aren't, of course, but like for the most part, it's like, you know, you can really see through the, the Big Bang theory as far as, you know, the nerd thing. And I get it, it's Hollywood, part of their jobs to dress them up nice and everything. But, but uh, anyway, I just appreciated that depiction because it was like, you know, yeah. nerds can be just normal people too. We just sometimes like, you know, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. He was actually, I was originally going to name him as like an honorable mention, but I think I would kind of upgrade him to like the bottom of my picks just because, um, part of what kind of I rate as a good nerd in movies and TV is somebody that kind of, you know, makes people want to be them, not want to be in their close proximity necessarily but just they sort of like ooh, that's the kind of person i want to be i want to be more like that sort of person and um scott pilgrim checks off like nine out of ten of those boxes for me uh unfortunately one of those boxes is very explicitly 
not Michael Sarah. <laughs> Speaking of people who look like turtles. Yeah. So I, I can't I'm sorry, I can't get over it. Like, I, I know uh yeah, on paper I agree with you. Scott Pilgrim is a great depiction of nerds uh and nerd culture in a positive way that kind of boosts us up and uh and there's a lot of things that I sort of think like, hey, you know, that's that is the kind of nerd that I kinda of want to be. But not Michael Sarah. I can't I can't I can't get past it. I just really I can't see Michael Sarah's face without punching him in the face. Um, sorry, without wanting to punch him in the face, not literally. I don't. I can't afford a new TV right now. Um, <laughs> I've never met him in real life. I, again, hey, maybe he's a really good guy. Maybe he's uh, you know a, a giant philanthropist. Maybe he uh, um, he's just like super nicest person in the world. Sure, cool, that's great, um, awesome, legitimately. But I just I can't. I I, I just. His performance in anything, and especially Scott Pilgrim, he's always just the same Michael Sarah, where he's just this dopey kind of reading his lines, standing all nerd-like, and just like, <laughs> I mean, like, I really would have rather they just paid the thousand dollars extra to get Jesse Eisenberg instead, because they're basically the same, except one can actually act. Uh, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg is the definitive Lex Luthor, to, to those wondering. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of not good nerd uh, depictions, that Lex Luthor, um, <laughs> that brings up an interesting argument that I did not think about till now because he's kind of sitting right in the on the line for me. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg in the Social Network uh, playing Zuckerberg, uh, and I, I get it. He's a, Zuckerberg's a real guy, very real guy. But you know, um, there's so much, there's so many liberties with the truth that the story in the movie took. Uh, so we can basically, there's also a lot of truth. I think a lot of the dialogue was taken from um, actual transcripts of the case, but um, you know, for the most part, we'll regard this as um, a difference between the depiction of Zuckerberg in the movie versus who he may or may not be in real life. So taking entirely just the movie depiction of um Mark Zuckerberg, um, would you consider Jesse Eisenberg's performance to be um, a good or bad nerd? You know, it's 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 hard to say because uh, at this point, I think my my opinion of of Zuckerberg, let's say, is a bit polluted with mm. with all the the more controversial topics uh, regarding privacy and and motives. True. I guess you could say. So yeah, I I'm not sure I can I can really. I'm not sure how I really feel about him to begin with. Right. So, so that's definitely t kind of tainted. But as far as wanting to be that person, I, I would, I would have to shy away ju just because of, of those things I just mentioned. I, I agree with you on that. But again, like I said, I, I can still kind of just like take as it is, um, the movie and just kind of like shut out the actual, like I, I watch social network basically as a piece of fiction. Uh, I know that. Like I said, the uh, a lot of the dialogue was taken from transcripts, so it's not entirely fiction. But I still watch it as fiction, right? And um, as such, I think he's kind of like on this middle ground, which I think is a good thing. You know, this show is a strong character because there are parts of me that sort of like that guy's kind of cool. I kind of like uh, admire certain aspects of him, but he's also such a shitty person too that I kind of <laughs> don't really like him. But it would be kind of cool to be. You know, it's that whole trope of the um, you're allowed to be a dick if you're a genius kind of thing. Right, um, yeah. 
So, which I kind of, I'm getting a little bit tired of, but I, I got to admit, I, I love that movie. Uh, I think he does have aspects that are kind of cool. I mean, he comes, becomes a billionaire. So, you know, that's great too. That also helps. But, um, <laughs> I, I'm on the line about that one, to be honest. I, di- I didn't think about this beforehand. Just, or it came up, uh, uh, just now in my thoughts. I'm kind of, um, on the line about, about that one. Yeah. It's, it's tough because I, I, I've recognized that I give people a pass for being, for being a dick if I appreciate their genius specifically. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, um, uh, Steve Jobs. There's a good example. You right. know, I, I really appreciate the, the man and, and, and what he had done, um, while recognizing there was a lot of things about him that, that was quite dickish. Um, mm. but, but I, I see that I give him a pass. So, so I, I can't really be so hypocritical to say like, well, Zuckerberg doesn't get one when Jobs did. Um, you know, I, I will say when you when you said you know let's we started on Lex Luthor and you're like let's let's take that to, to this direction and, and you went with Eisenberg in the Social Network. I was actually thinking you were going to say from Lex Luthor to go to to go to Superman, aka Clark Kent, because yeah. that was someone I I briefly considered for for the nerd list um, being Clark Kent. But then I, I quickly realized that Clark Kent calling him a nerd is is definitely for me in the same camp as the Big Bang Theory, <laughs> where it's like you're just you're just a big like hunky beautiful person pretending to be a nerd and you're not you're not genuinely a nerd at all you're, you're quite a super um man i'm sorry about that. That wasn't, I, <laughs> shit i got stuck stuck into it um, oh, the best part about that is i feel like you genuinely cornered yourself <laughs> yeah that hesitation was me trying to wiggle out of it damn it <laughs> I don't think that was a deliberate pun. I think you actually painted yourself into the corner. Oh um, god! Um, I was just going to—I um, was going to throw away a couple of my uh, honorable mentions here. Um, not going to dwell on them too much. Um, one of them being um, actually one of them was Scott Pilgrim, uh, but one of them being uh, Liz Lemon from Thirty Rock. Uh, she plays up a lot of the nerd aspects, um, and she's really. I don't know. If you haven't seen 30 Rock, you should. It's a great show. It's one of my favorites, probably. And uh, she, she's awesome, played by Tina Fey. Uh, just hilarious. And uh, I, I love how nerdy she kind of really um, paints herself to be. She's not like 100% nerd. She's like this, you know, she's the head writer of this uh, show that's very reminiscent of uh, SNL. And they don't make that in any way unclear. Uh, but then every now and then they'll like just peek into like a lot of her um, in her thoughts or her past or something, just reveal that she was like this total nerd. So um, that's that's actually really cool. Uh, I really like that character. I like Tina Fey generally. And um, one other one being, this was actually for a while going to be my number one pick, but I kind of downgraded him to an honorable mention because um, there's a movie that I think 12 people, including myself, saw called Brick. I believe it's the directorial debut of Ryan Johnson. And... Um, Brendan Fry, the main character played by um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, plays this guy who comes across as a nerd, like outwardly. I always regarded him as a nerd. Uh, I think that might just sort of be the way he looks, because uh, the more I think about it, he doesn't really have a lot of the too many nerd qualities, especially when there is a character in that same movie who is supposed to be the nerd. Um, but nevertheless, Brendan Fry is like just a cool loner social or not really loner but a social outcast kind of guy who's um just relies on his brains uh he he 
wins a fight just by using his head more so than be actually being strong or a good fighter. Like he's a good fighter in the sense that he can, um, uh, he can think his way through and problem solve basically. Um, but so, yeah, um, I, I just don't know if he's really particularly nerdy enough to be like a, a big nerd, but he's still definitely worth an honorable mention. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to watch that movie. When we were texting, you brought it to my attention that that, that was uh, Ryan's first film or so, and I, I had just watched uh, and absolutely fell in love with, with Knives Out, so I'm going to have to check mm-hmm. that out, knowing it was him. Before I get into the honorable mentions, I'll say that it's been it's been a little bit hard because sometimes there's characters that, that display you know, a, a badass side or, or display a side where I'm like, does that, you know, contrast with, with the, the, the spirit of the nerd? Um, but, but I guess at the end of the day, it's, it's more the, the foundation of what we're saying is like, you know, a, a nerd can come from anywhere, basically. You can, you know, you can, you can be anything that, that you want at the same time as having nerd-like tendencies. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to throw it away just because the person's, you know, got an affinity for, for personal fitness or whatever. Like, you know, nerds, yeah. nerds. And have abs that's all right <laughs> yeah it's allowed um, so so for, for my honorables um i've, I've got kind of an, un, an unlikely well not an unlikely but um well first of all it's uh, i picked for a throwaway or an honorable is, is leslie nope from uh parks and rec and this is a unconventional kind of nerd because it's like and I think I just admire these certain characters, and it's usually depicted in a female sense. Not that it has to be, of course. Where where there's just they're, they're real heavy on like scrapbooking, and, and and things like that. Where it's like they may not realize that they're a nerd, but they are. Like anyone that can get that into it and obsessive with, um, I don't know, planning things and and scrapbooking things and and. I, I guess it's it's like unconventional nerddom, where, where you become so obsessive with with your specific little hobby that that just because it's uh, just because it's not video games or, or the more common tropes of nerds doesn't doesn't mean you're actually you know quite nerdy mm-hmm. um, when you you know when they get well into their thing. So so let's you know I couldn't really make that argument, so that's a throwaway. Um, actually, sorry. Just while we're on that particular topic, um, I just want to say that um, I did consider Ben Wyatt from from Parks and Rec. Uh, which is the uh, Leslie Nope's eventual husband in the show, yeah. uh, and I don't know if you're going to get to him or not. I don't. I don't know what your list is to be honest. But I'm just going to say right now, he's kind of. I just. Uh, I don't hate him. I didn't put him on the list. He's just sort of. He's just one of those characters I recognize as a nerd, but I just kind of not one way or the other about him. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely had considered him. I went with Leslie instead to to more make that that point of of you know unconventional nerdism, which or, is or fair nerds. point, very fair point. But uh, but uh, he's worth mentioning in in himself as as you brought up because of the uh, you know he he invents his own you know D and D like game and he's definitely definitely kind of that the, a good depiction of of the real life you know almost, almost closet nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's there's that one and then my my last one was um. Was Peter Parker, right? For a throwaway, and Actually, that's I don't not know. Too bad. It, for me, it's it's just hard because because he's he's Spider Man, so you know, I guess cool or whatever. Like it, it's kind of hard for me to be <laughs> like, you know, you get to be like, you know, kind of like the 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 jock of all jocks to a degree. 
um, as, as far as physical yeah. capabilities are concerned, and 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 you know you you get to be like you know quite an uh, an alpha male, but at the same time you also get to own this nerd part of you too. It just it doesn't bloody seem fair. Well, Peter um, Parker is definitely a nerd, but I I see what you're coming from in the sense that it's not the nerd part about Spider-Man that people like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's. I guess that's. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. So it's, yeah, it's like you, you know, you get everyone's admiration. I'm not sure if you'll, you'll bloody get ours too, because you had an old Apple II in one of them films, um, <laughs> which that, that actually made my day. I think, I think it was an old Apple II in one of those Marvel films. Yeah, I mean, that being said, the the, the new Spider-Man, the new Peter Parker in the, the MCU is fantastic and probably like the best one I've seen. Um, and he actually is doing pretty well at sort of like you know representing the nerds. Yeah, yeah, no, they they did a great job casting him. He's, he's doesn't doesn't have that like you know perhaps conventional beauty you know he's he's obviously mm-hmm. an attractive handsome fellow or whatever I'm sure um, but yeah just the, the everything about it you know it's got it got a very uh, non threatening sort of uh, demeanor about him all around mm-hmm. which works so anyway yeah I, I think I think that concludes my my throwaways um, this is not really an honorable mention or anything like that, but just since speaking of throwaways, I deliberately am leaving out Tony Stark from this list. Yeah. Uh, I don't consider him... He, he's got nerdy qualities. I don't consider him a nerd. I, I don't know. I don't think anything about him is really... Um, uh, yeah, he is super smart. He is genius level, but I also just... I don't know. There's something about him that doesn't... Uh, um, doesn't strike me as being like a real nerd character. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I can put my finger on it or I, I don't know if I can justify in words why he should not qualify in any way I, that people aren't going to throw it back at me somehow. All I can I, say I, is that. Hmm? I got you covered on that. The, 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 I think the, the wording would be, I'm not sure a nerd would ever confidently quip billion, billionaire playboy philanthropist at somebody <laughs> with that amount of confidence and still be considered a nerd. <laughs> I'm not sure you get to be, you know, a playboy and a nerd at the same time despite i know that kind of contradicts everything i've been saying to yeah. this point is that a nerd can be anyone but but you know what i mean it's that that same cocky um confident sort of d- demeanor coupled in with with the the facts um and, and it also raises the question of you know d- can a genius just be a genius without being a nerd you know what I mean? Because right, it's, it's, yeah. it's like I can hear in your voice this underlying almost kind of guilt for saying, well, he's a genius, but I'm still not going to say nerd. And it's like, well, and I don't, I'm not saying yes or no, but it is like, you know, can can you be a genius without being a nerd? Uh, yeah, actually, you know that's a good point. I think you definitely can. I think you can be a genius without being a nerd. Um, you know, I, I don't think anyone calls Dr. House a nerd, right? Yeah, yeah, really good point. All right, so who's your who's your pick? I think we probably picked the same guy. Yes, we, <laughs> who's we your actual did. pick for the? Uh, um, who's your final pick for the um, best nerd in film and TV? Uh, I'll let you do the unveiling. Thank you, mate. Um, I well, we we picked the same one, and I am gonna actually throw it back to you because I have temporarily forgotten his last name. <laughs> <laughs> You're building me up. You're like, I'm going to let you pull the wraps off this. So I'm like, shit, shit, I'm panicking. What's his fucking last name? <laughs> now I'm wondering if he actually, like, did we actually pick the same guy or are you just sort of like, oh, no, I have to make sure that it's the same guy. You choose. Oh, God. Now I'm having that moment. Shit, I wasn't a second ago. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll say the first name. His, It's Malcolm. That's his last name. That The last ah, name is shit. the only part that you remember. <laughs> Dr. Ian Malcolm. I really hope at least half of our audience knew this was coming. I really hope that, um, you know, people were just waiting for us to say his name because he is clearly 
the greatest nerd in all film and TV. Yes, exactly. Even, even if you're not entirely confident of what his name is, you still know it. <laughs> uh, and honestly, I don't, I don't know if there's any argument. I don't know if we really need to delve too far into this, but because I'm pretty sure everyone would agree with this, you know, he's, he's awkward. He's nerdy. He uh, still is that kind of like ladies man kind of vibe to him. Um, he's got cool factor in his nerdiness. Uh, he's just, yeah, he, there's nothing uh, other, you know, he has character flaws. Don't get me wrong. He's not like, um, he's not a perfect guy, but he's just, um, he, he's a guy that, uh, a lot of nerds can look up to be like, yeah, he's one of us and he's awesome. Yeah. Without, without ever being ashamed of his nerdness, mm -hmm. he both makes males want to be him and females want to be with mm -hmm. him. And so, and that's, yeah, I think that's my only argument right there. That's, that's, that's why yeah. it's like, you know, you, you either want to be him or be with him or, or bloody. And he pulls off know. that whole, um, playboy in a nerdy way. Unlike, uh, Tony Stark, who's just kind of like that, um, you know, he's just that swaggering ladies man. Whereas, um, uh, whereas Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park, Ian Malcolm, he's just kind of, he, he is awkward. He is nerd, but just somehow he's kind of also kind of suave. It, yeah, no, it's really strange because I, I was going to mention confidence as being a difference between him and Tony Stark, but that's not the case. Like, I'm picturing what most people are picturing now, or at least the ladies of, of him lied out with, with his top five buttons undone and his <laughs> chest out. And it's like he's, he's, he's got the confidence to do that, but somehow it's, it's unassuming, whereas it would be with Tony Stark. I'm not really mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. I, I, I can't, uh, uh, I, I can't speak on, the sex appeal of a man, but I just know that he has it and I'm um, good for him. Like he's just, I remember the first time seeing him in theaters and, uh, um, when I went to see Jurassic Park way back in, what was that? 93 or something, 92 or 93. And, um, yeah, he, I just, after watching that movie, I was like, I wanted to you know, sign me up for math. And then I realized I was horrible at math, but, um, <laughs> I actually, he was clearly my favorite character. Like he, he was, a huge part of why I love Jurassic Park so much. Granted, it's all around a great movie, but he's definitely uh, one of the best parts for me. Um, yeah, it's. I've, I think the only difficult part about this decision, once we realized we were just going to have to share it, was uh, was whether or not to pick. You know, to to pick. <laughs> Dr. Malcolm himself, because I forgot his bloody first name immediately, or or just to pick Jeff Goldblum in general. Um, <laughs> you feel like Goldblum's not, not uh, too far removed from basically any character he plays, and he does have this delightful nerdiness about his love for jazz and the, the various things about the bloke. He, but isn't it kind of weird, a, though? Um, I did not really like him so much in Independence Day, even though he was basically the same character. Yeah, that is interesting. Because yeah, I, I I didn't see Independence Day until about six months ago. Oh, okay. Um, so, or, I shouldn't really say so, the uh, same character, but he's a similar character, but he plays them in the exact same way. Yeah, no, it's, it's very similar. I, mean, I I think even his his attire was similar. <laughs> I mean, it, it was mid nineties, but but yeah, I, because I I just recently saw it a few months ago. I, I had already you know decided for a fact that I I love Jeff Goldblum, so there wasn't I, it wasn't going to get a fair chance at criticism. Okay, so now that we've come to the agreement that uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm is the greatest, uh, are there any other things that you want to point out or mention or you know, sort of um, muse over just before we call this to an end? 
Um, yeah, just real quick, I'll say that there's two two nerds that are uh, in fiction that I greatly admire that I left out of this because they 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 don't really represent the point we're trying to make, which is is you know the the, the average nerd or the real life nerd. Um, they're definitely the the extreme Hollywood, more comedic depictions of nerds. But I'll just say real quick, um, I, I liked Bernard from Day the Tentacle right. because he was the, he was like the team leader and he actually, you know, got it done. He wasn't like this sniveling, clumsy idiot that, that you kind of get the idea from when you see like, I don't know, what's the physical depiction of Bernard is probably Rick Moranis. Like you don't get this <laughs> bumbling fool sort of vibe from him. He's, he's really nerdy, but he also is like a strong leader and gets the job done. So I thought that was well cool. Um, and then the, the very last thing I'll say just quite quickly is my, my all time favorite depiction of, of nerd in anything basically. Um, and, and again, I'm not keeping, I'm keeping it off this list because it's, it's a stereotypical, it's against what we're going for, et cetera. But I bloody love Professor Frank from The Simpsons. Oh. <laughs> I think he, yes. I just, I just love that guy. I feel nothing from The Simpsons is truly underrated, but, but I still feel that being said that he's still under, uh, just a little underrated. I, I love that guy for, for like a decade. My, my email was, was, oh my Glavin. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody knew what it was, but it was just, you know, with the Glavin. Um, I love him. So yeah. yeah you so. just opened a few more doors because I can already start naming off a few good ones, like, um, uh, the Professor Farnsworth from Futurama. I don't know if you, I don't know if right. this, again, I'm not sure if this, like, sort of like the, oh, I want to be like that, but definitely great nerdy characters. Um, uh, what's it? All these doctors, like, uh, Dr. Krieger from Archer. I, you know, I got to go back. I got to say he's on my list. He is one of my favorite nerds in uh tv and film like he is great i love dr krieger he's like my favorite part of the show yeah it's, it, there is there is a whole nother a whole nother dimension if if we were to let go of the nerds you want to be like or, or realistic application when it when it's just straight up nerd stereotypes there, there's a lot of uh, great yeah, ones still yeah left. but he, I, he's not even he's kind of a stereotype but not even really but he's definitely like i look to him i'm like that's that, that's the kind of guy that's the kind of genius i want to be because he's just such a yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen archer um, I'm not sure if you're uh, exhibiting any signs of awareness of this character. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to get a reading here. I can't really tell yet. Um, I've seen like three episodes. Okay. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm in that perfect vague state where it's, I, I, I still yeah. don't really have an opinion he, on it. Don't worry wrong. He does not dethrone Dr. Ian Malcolm, but he is just like such a great character. Like he, uh, yeah, he's like the Q in James Bond kind of character you know how it's like sort of a parody of james bond kind of thing so he's like that q um but he's like he's kind of a little bit kooky uh granted he does also show some signs of uh nazism but that's not really that great but um (laughs) but but he's got he's like um he has like a holographic waifu um he's i think he's might be oh no he's he wants to marry but um the law won't allow him to and he's really bitter about that and (laughs) <laughs> but, um, no, just such a hilarious character. Um, and, uh, but I, again, uh, I, I definitely will. I forgot about him. I regret that. I, I will retroactively add him onto my official picks, but Dr. Ian Malcolm is still number one. Good. All right. Good. Good, good that he can't be play, displaced, especially by somebody I'm not familiar with enough to, <laughs> to chime in about. <laughs> um, all right, so for the rest of you, did we forget anyone or do you disagree with any of our picks? Uh, let us know. We are on Facebook as a page and a group. We're on Twitter at the CG Guild. We're on Instagram <laughs> at CGG Podcast. We, you can contact us by email at mail at classicgamersguild.com. If you want to support the show, 
we are on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Classic Gamers Guild, of course. And yeah, that's um, that's uh, how to get a hold of us <laughs> if you want to love or hate anything that we've said or done in our lives. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> Are you upset about my old top eight on MySpace? Let me know <laughs> why you should be in there. <laughs> um, and also, if you made, if you already are downloading the podcast, um, do us a favor and subscribe because I've done some Googling and apparently that, that helps get the show spread around as does leaving a quick review. Um, unless it's anything less than five stars, don't be a dick about it. It's the internet. All right. Only zero and five matters. That, that's it. Um, so leave us a review. Do a subscribe. Um, no, no, no. no. If if you like if you like us, give us five stars. If you don't like us, give us four stars. I mean, all right, I, I no, guess. I'm <laughs> be honest. Just be honest <laughs> with your assessment. We can take it. Yes, be absolutely honest as as long as that opinion is that of five stars. Yes. Don't do a murder. <laughs>